Hello and welcome to this podcast, Yes, I Have a Voice. My name is Ruth Lewis-Cost and I'm a caregiver and I am blessed to be looking after my elderly parents. I started this podcast to remind ourselves that looking after those in need is a privilege. As unpaid caregivers, we need to have a voice. We need to be able to shout loud and be proud of our status. And caregiving has no age. People of all ages are caregivers. This is my way of supporting you all emotionally and practically with tools from other caregivers on how to find the joy in your situation and make amazing memories. So let's dive into this week's episode. So today I have with me Charisma Freeman, and Charisma is in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, her background is in nursing, but she has a whole new thing about her that she's offering, and she's going to tell you about that. So Charisma, tell us a bit about your background. So um, I'm a nurse practitioner. Um, I specialize in adult and geriatrics. Um, I work with people with disabilities as well. I am also a mother of two. Um, My youngest actually has special means and a rare genetic disability. So you are already a full-time caregiver, obviously, for your son, as well as also working in, in a similar area at work. So that then has created this coaching business that you've recently started up. Yeah, so um, I've been a nurse for over 15 years um, and my son is nine. So I started um, in nursing and as, you know, the wind would take me, I went into the geriatric and disabled um, field. And then I was somewhere around there. I was blessed with a child with special needs. Um, Shortly after he was born, I went back to school and obtained my master's degree um, in adult geriatrics. Tell us more about your, your coaching business as well, because you are now helping people, other caregivers, to deal with their lives as a caregiver, aren't you? Yes, yes, I am. So um, I offer basically three different types of services. So the first one is um, if you need to communicate with family. Sometimes when you're caring for someone, there, there may be one person in the house, but there's siblings or some other people outside of the home, and you really need to make those decisions for your family. So I, I do family meetings so we can work through those different things, DNRs, um, you know, what to do next with mom, all of those different types of things. I do one-on-one and one-on-one is basically when I work typically with the caregiver, they may have medical questions. They want to make medical decisions. Um, they may have a IEP or individualized education plan. They need help with that. They need help with managing and surviving the special needs school system. So I have those appointments available. And last but not least, I provide coaching. Coaching is done up to three months typically. And what that does is take someone that may be experiencing caregiver breakdown. Um, they may be, you know, they're not eating, they're not drinking 
they're, you know, don't have time to shower because they're trying to take care of dad. Uh, you know, they're trying to manage everything and they've basically gotten lost in the midst of that. And it's not only affecting them and their health, but it may be affecting um, the person they're caring for and their health as well. Um, some people, you know, aren't, get, their situation may be may not be quite as dire, but there's still something there where they've just lost themselves and they need to rediscover that. So, you know, we start from the beginning, we may do six months, six weeks, or we may do three months, depending on what they need, but we meet weekly and we, you know, start to build those goals and rediscover who we are outside of the caregiver role. That's just, as you were talking there, I was just thinking, have you ever come across anybody who is finds themselves in this caregiver role, perhaps a, a child of a parent, and they actually don't want to be a caregiver. A lot of times caregivers never choose to be a caregiver. <laughs> um, it's very rare that someone has preparation to being a caregiver. When you're, you know, when you have a child, and they come out and, you know, you find out they have, you know, some type of disability, you don't really have preparation. And even if you do, you know, it may be three months while you're pregnant. So you, you're still just trying to grasp the concept of what's getting ready to happen with your life. You don't have the occupation that, you know, is probably best to um, take care of that child. You may not have the finances. Um, you may not even know how to mentally or emotionally take care of that child. Your social circle changes. Who, the people that were once your friends that you could once go out for coffee and do everything with, they don't really know this new you that you become once you become a caregiver. So a lot of times as caregivers, we become isolated. Um, and we lose focus of who we are. So there are plenty of times where people don't want to be caregivers. They may have had a parent that was abusive growing up, and now they need to take care of this person. So these are things that we definitely have to work through. And, you know, I have people and they may go to counselors or psychiatrists, but the, the method is different you know, what they're teaching you and, you know, what I'm helping you to discover as a caregiver, as someone that's a caregiver myself and someone that's worked with patients for almost two decades, it's different. Yeah, I can absolutely understand that. And are you finding that people are coming to you from different states in the U.S.? And also finding that different states have different facilities and, and different help already there. So um, I get people from all over the world. Um, you know, I have some clients. I get probably a good number of clients from Canada. I have some in Africa. And of course, I have some in the U.S. Uh, I would say that Canada provides the most services for special needs, disabilities, just older individuals than anyone else. Typically, when um, I have someone from Canada, it's more of an emotional 
um, coaching uh, type of thing that they need. Whereas in the US and um, even with my uh, clients in Africa, it's typically that they just don't have any of the help that they need or they only have bits and pieces because in those areas, they're left on their own to do things in whatever magnitude that they do. Now in the US, there are services out there, but they're not publicly broadcasted. So if you don't know where to find them um, or you don't know how to find them, then you can't find them. So, you know, those are more so when we do the one-on-ones and you can book, you know, one or you can book 10, you know, whenever you need it, we can do that. So it's really like just basically navigating the maze. It's so interesting because I know that um, I'm in the UK and it's exactly what you said. There possibly are sort of groups out there, bodies out there who can help on the same level that you are helping or similar, but you don't know where to find them. They're not obvious. And, and people in authority also don't very often tell you about them. Right. They probably don't even know about them. So right. getting that sort of help of support for a caregiver almost feels that it's non-existent you get all the other help but not what you are offering so it's so interesting that seems to be something you know sort of in most countries then I know we've only spoken about a few but it's obviously very rare that you find a country like Canada as you say that's actually got more things in place for caregivers which I think is fantastic and that really is how it should be so charisma what are you hoping to do in the future with your coaching? Um, So my goal is really just to let caregivers know that someone actually cares. Um, That, you know, I, I say that caregivers are basically the forgotten people. We acknowledge that the baby boomers are here. We acknowledge that there are people with disabilities, but we don't acknowledge the face behind those people that's taking care of them day to day, um, that's dealing with all of these stressors that, you know, gave up their own identity in their life. And, you know, what I want to show people is that you can still live, even if we don't do coaching, even if we don't do an appointment, even, you know, on my Instagram, I show people different ways, different tips, um, all these different things, because you are still a human being and you deserve to be taken care of just as much as anyone else. Um, So my goal is to make sure that they know that, you know, someone is out there so that when they get to that point or they need someone or they have a question or they don't know where to find the answers, um, that I'm here and I can help them. What I do with my appointments is they have to be uh, pre-booked. And, you know, I ask you a few questions about your area so that once we do have our official appointment, I can provide you with the information because I can obtain the information from not just the medical perspective, but from a caregiver's perspective Um, and, you know, someone that's worked with these people and that's one of these people. (laughs) So it's a little bit different. Um, You know, I can typically find things that that, you know, people tell me I was looking for that and I couldn't find it anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it was there. You just didn't know exactly where to look. Absolutely. That's the key, isn't it? That we don't know where to look, that very often it's there. Right. 
So Charisma, where can people find you if they'd like to book a, an appointment with you? So uh, my website is www.charismascare.com and that's C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A-S-C-A-R-E.com. Um, they can also follow me on Instagram. It's the same thing, Charisma's Care and Facebook Charisma's Care. And I sometimes do lives about different things um, that may be going on that may be helpful. Um, I post pretty much five days a week, um, just different tips, um, different thoughts that I may have and ways that, you know, can improve your day. So, you know, like I said, even if you don't work with me, maybe something that I say will um, enlighten you. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And I am so pleased to meet somebody like you who's doing what you're doing. Caregivers get forgotten, don't they? The, the people talk about the person being cared for and then they forget about the, the people who are actually behind them looking after them. It's very true, I feel. And that is exactly why I wanted to start my podcast, to give caregivers a voice, to, to show the world that we are here too, and to, to help in that way as well. So thank you so much for your time. And uh, I look forward to watching your progress. Thank you. And thank you for what you do as well, because you're giving us a voice and you're bringing different individuals that we wouldn't otherwise have been able to find. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. It really helps. See you next time.